Hello. Hi. What's up? Mom. Hi. Yes. Hi. Um. Hello. Can, was it sounding weird to you? No. No. I was just lying down on my bed, so I maybe uh, I wasn't getting enough reception. I was making uh, okay. love to Tuxi. Oh. Okay. Well, then I guess now would be a good time for me to tell you that this call is being recorded <laughs> <laughs> for, tra- for training purposes. So this is an episode about perfection and imperfection. First, though, I really wanted to thank you again for all of the emails you've been sending and all of the compliments and feedback you're giving me on social media and the occasional hug on the street. Those are very cool, too. All of it means a lot to me. That's part of why I wanted to share this episode with you. I was figuring it out as I recorded, which is a little bit different and definitely felt more personal than other episodes for me. Normally, I kind of think it through and want to talk about something that I've already figured out where this was like problems in real time. So I felt like we were we were at that place in our relationship where I could do that. I've said this before, but it bears repeating. Since we've launched the podcast, I've been feeling so anxious and so vulnerable. And it really kind of surprised me to feel that way. I can't remember the last time I felt like this. And I've been really determined to get to the bottom of it and ultimately stop feeling that way. So the way that my brain works is that when a problem like that arises, feeling anxious, depressed, scared, whatever it is, I immediately start running what is kind of like a virus scanning software in my brain. Like I'll be doing other things and at the same time there's like a part of my brain that's just trying to run through everything it knows to figure out why am I so anxious? Why am I so anxious? Everything is okay. Why am I so anxious? It's kind of like checking all the nooks and crannies for any evidence as to what the cause of the problem might actually be. So I was on a walk a day or two ago And I realized during one of these brain scans that a lot of what I'm feeling has to do with the pressure I put on myself to be perfect. And the idea in my head that perfection is actually a real thing that can be achieved. It's not. (laughs) So I came home in the midst of this revelation and all of the emotion that accompanied it and just turned on the mic and started recording. No plan, just me blurting out my thoughts. Just how I like it. I'll be honest. I'm going to cry a little during the episode, but that's me. I think that's all of us. And if you struggle with feelings of imperfection and not being enough, this episode will have value for you. Please give it a listen and let me know if you agree. Away we go. I'm thinking maybe this is just... This is just real and raw. Not that the other ones aren't, but... Maybe we're not going to have a bunch of narrations in this. Um, What are narrations? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, Normally when I do an episode, because I'm a rambler who can't be held accountable when she sits alone in her house and records, my producers, who are amazing, go in and help me sort of break out the episode so that in and amongst my ramblings, I can come in and like explain what's about to happen, what just happened, sort of bundle it up for you. Um, And so normally what I do is I have an idea for an episode. 
sometimes they're planned, sometimes they're like today where I just had a thought on a walk and I wanted to talk about it to a microphone without anyone interrupting me. (laughs) I will record ad nauseum. Some people actually have thrown up, so I can say ad nauseum. And then I give it to them and they, they use their special hearing and producing skills to sort of figure out where the breaks could be. And then I prepare some stuff and go into a studio, um, which also adds to the audio texture of this podcast. We do some phone calls. We do some conversations in a big echoey living room at my parents' house. We do some stuff under the covers in my bed. And then we do some stuff in the studio so that you know we know what's up. Anyways, maybe we don't have to do that today. I have been kind of wrecked with this podcast. Not I, I wrecked sounds awful. Um, it's just a big responsibility. And sometimes I feel like I'm losing my way. And I, and I feel like I, this is twofold the reason why I'm talking about this. One, because I just need to get it out. So thanks for listening. You help me as much as I help you. Two, I have to imagine that this is something, especially if you're creative, but even if you're just a person in the world trying to survive, you would feel like this too. So, so excited about the podcast. Love, love, love love it. Love that I can be affecting people. Love the conversations that it's opening, the things that um, people I know say to me, that strangers say to me, what they're, what value they're deriving from it. I, I can't even express how that, how good that makes me feel and how plugged into um, my purpose that makes me feel. It's still a production though, you know, and so there's still There still are plans, there's planning, there's accountability, there's um, constructive criticism. I don't say judgment. I mean, of course there's judgment, but it's like people have to listen to my work and make sense of it. And so I'm naturally the type of person that if you're like, hey, can you improve on this or can you do this different or what if we did this? I just want to do it. I just want to be a constant, constant improvement. I just want to be better. So I take it all on, which I'm starting, I might start crying. Sorry if I do. I don't know. Um, no, why do I have to, I don't have to apologize for crying. You don't care. I think that made it go away. Shit. (laughs) I forgot. Ah, damn it. Pause. Right. Constant, constant improvement. I just want to be better all the time. I want to be what everyone wants me to be, even though those are all different things. I want perfection. I, I mean, even though I talk about that not being a thing, there's still a voice inside of me that is sort of demanding that. And, and so, so anyways, I, 
this particular project is really bringing that out in me. I, I, I feel like I probably felt this way at Bandeau many years ago. And I kind of remember after we sold the company and like going into these new product categories and I would just really just um, agonize over every decision and everything because I just wanted it to be so perfect. And, um, you know, there, there's good and bad to that. I, it elevated what we were doing and it, and it created a standard for us that I think is still being upheld, but it was really hard and really stressful and probably didn't need to be because now I look at things and I'm just like, Oh, that's fine like that. It doesn't, no one's expecting perfection. So because this is a newer project and it's different and it's a different medium and it's just, you know, and there's the accountability piece that I talked about and it's, and I am accountable to other people now, not, I'm like, I'm out of the trust tree. I'm out of the safe space. Not that, um, anyone that I'm involved with, with has made me feel anything but safe and cherished and, and all of that. It's literally no one's doing anything except for their job, but I just have, you know, we all have the voices in our heads and I'm going to do a whole other episode on that because I've been doing some deep dives on that. But one of my voices is like just constant judgment to the point of paralysis and self-sabotage. So if it's like judgment about my looks or my body, it's like I'll grind on it so hard. Like I've been working out and eating right and and it's due to due to some other circumstances. It's been a little bit harder for me to con- control that lately. And and I was just like looking at my butt the other day and I was just like you're an asshole. Look at that butt. <laughs> shame on you for having that, but it's not perfect. It's nowhere near perfect. Where do you even get off having any kind of confidence about that? So what? So what? You have a flat stomach. Great. Well, but look, all you have to do is turn around and there it is. Imperfection. Shame, shame, shame. (laughs) Why did I go off on that rant? That's the body imperfection part. We're not even talking about that. Now I'm now I'm literally this is how it goes though. Now I'm like, oh now this is now this isn't perfect. Now this podcast isn't perfect. And you know, people say you ramble and ugh, it's like the whole the whole point of the project was I just wanted something like really raw and real. And I and I think I'm no, I know I'm already giving that, but sometimes I just want to go deeper and not think about that. And and I think ideally it's like I get raw and real and then there's a cleanup crew that comes in and helps to make sense of it. So maybe this will have narrations. <laughs> I thought I could do it. So So there's a lot of thought, but the thought has been turning into paralysis for me where I – chipping away at the work that needs to be done. Like I have a list of 
a list of 50 or 60 episode topics. And I've, I've spent the last week like working on what will be the next 10 or so, because I, um, you know, because I want to know and I want to stay on track and I want to get ahead of things and I want to do a great job and I want to do research and make a plan, but chipping away at something that at the onset flowed out really easily has been hard. And it's been giving me a ton of anxiety and I'm trying everything, including knowing that like those thoughts are there, but they're not real, but they feel real, but they're making me have anxiety and the anxiety is adding to the paralysis and the paralysis is adding to the shame of me not getting things done when I say they're going to get done. And then another week goes by and I'm not where I want to be and I feel insufficient and I'm like, how do you, how do you even break through that? I can't, I mean, it's cool. It's a real luxury to be able to entertain those thoughts for a a few weeks or maybe it's been even longer, but like we've got to solve it. So I was just on a walk and that's what made me think about this and want to record this is... I thought about being decidedly imperfect. And I and and I think I've thought about imperfection and talked about perfection versus imperfection a fair bit. I know I've written some posts about it. Um and that perfection isn't real and I've already said that. <laughs> There's my inner dialogue warning me that I'm an asshole that's already said that phrase earlier on. Um, but it's still, it's just the world we live in that, you know, so whether it's perfection about looks or your house or your yard or your career or your relationships or it's just your car or your legacy, (laughs) you know, but but I thought, what if today I just decided to be imperfect? And for sorry, it's emotional. <laughs> for <laughs> sorry. For like five seconds, I felt so relaxed. <laughs> Well, it's a little bit more embarrassing to cry on a podcast than it is on Instagram stories. But it like, it was like the weight just lifted off for, even if it was five seconds, it was just like, it felt so good. And so I was like, I got to get back. I got to, Philip, let's go. I got to get back to the house and I got to record this because I bet other people need this too. And so I might just force them to put this raw ass unproduced thing up to show it's okay and we'll all survive if I see this isn't depression, by the way. This is just emotion. Two totally different things. I don't feel depressed at all. Just feel emotional because it's because you just realize like 
Why do we have to make it so hard on ourselves? So anyways, what if we... I feel like I get... This is a can't be enjoyable to listen to, but I'm trying to commit to... I'm trying to commit to it just being raw and real. Anyways, what if we just decided to be imperfect. I know that there's like body positivity and listen, I'm leading one of the charges to say like, I'm not perfect. I have mental illness. Um, you know, my, my life is not perfect. I have failed relationships. I have, um, laundry on my floor. Things are really hard for me success isn't glamorous, things, you know, business is not easy. Um, so like, I know I'm a part of that and I know that there are other people, you know, championing, champion, championing, championing, what? Hormones. (laughs) I don't know what that word is. It's gone. Anyways, they're fighting for their part of that cause, but like, What if we just had a blanket thing where it's like, let's just be imperfect. Let's not worry so much. It can still be really great, but like, let's not try and strive for something that actually isn't achievable because you just end up feeling awful all the time, no matter how much you remind yourself. Like, what is a perfect podcast? There is no such thing. So what if I just committed to being, creating an imperfect podcast every week and I wrote an imperfect book and I ran an imperfect company? I'm already fucking winning at that game. (laughs) Like you could be a winner right now if you just decided the standard is imperfection. That doesn't mean the standard is shit or uh, failure or not trying. You know, we still need to have aspirations, but like, what if what we aspired to was to be better than great and less than perfect? I think we could manage that. That's what I'm going to do. So When I'm done with this, and I'm almost done, believe it or not. This is more of a journal entry than anything else. Um, They don't all have to be didactic, although I do think you will have a takeaway here. I hope. Wow. Otherwise, I just, like, cried for no reason at all. Oh, my God. My ADD is in full effect Okay, I just listened back to what to the to the original point before I went off on the rant was when I'm done with this, I'm gonna just try to embrace it today and I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna open up the book outline that I've been avoiding because I feel like I'm not going to the edits I make to it are not gonna be perfect and they're not gonna lead me to the perfect book. I'm going to just do it anyways. I'm going to wear these shorts that I definitely do not look perfect in, but they're comfortable and they keep me cool, and I'm going to embrace that. And then I'm going to record some more podcasts because I've done a lot of work on them. 
I've done a lot of research and I'm ready to go. And the thing that I'm waiting for is not going to come. And then I'm also just going to give myself a fucking break from social media because it's killing all of us as much as it's helping. And you know, I love that social media more because of what I get to put out than what I get to take in. But I like to stay connected to the world. It absolutely makes me feel imperfect in a major way. So I'm going to avoid that today. I'm going to actively avoid things that make me feel like I'm less than perfect. And I'm going to actively embrace my imperfections. And I'm going to, last part, pursue everything that I have been postponing because I thought I wasn't going to be perfect at it. I would like to challenge you to do the same as I cry my way off of this episode in less than 20 fucking minutes. Booyah. Okay, so I know I said I may or may not ask my mom about this whole perfection thing. Well, spoiler alert, I did. I actually remembered I just got a new app where I can record phone calls, so I'm basically a spy now. Here's a little bit of our conversation. It's on my cell phone, so sorry the audio isn't perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Oh my god, Jen, we just talked about perfection not existing. Anyways, you get it. Now let's get on the phone with my mom, the amazing Serena. Okay, so let me let me just give you a let me try and give you a summary. So I I've been really stuck on um like just the work that I have to do, except for the podcast and nothing really for Bando, but like the book uh-huh. st- getting started with that and right. and the been having a lot of anxiety and I just like it's being it's getting really hard for me to get stuff done. Anyways, so I I was thinking about what this I you know so I was just taking Phil on a walk and I was like trying to just like challenge myself to think about what is really stopping me. I know I'm not lazy. I know my brain is working okay. I know I feel okay. I know I am prepared. Why can't I get this done? And I realized that so much of it was because I feel like it's not perfect. And it's paralyzing for me to know that like someone may not like it or it's not going to be exactly what, you know, someone else involved in the project once or it's not going to be perfect essentially and and then I thought about like how pervasive that is just in my whole life like just really always sort of um sort of beating myself up about that and and then I thought that I don't think you ever were like, you should be perfect. I mean, I think that you struggled with this for yourself for when you were younger. I don't know if you struggle with it now, but I feel like some of that might've been projected onto me. Do you ever remember feeling like that? Like you wanting to have like a perfect, you need to be perfect as a reflection of you or. Probably, probably. Um, 
subconsciously then, but not even thinking about it, just like just what maybe competitively with with other mothers and daughters, you know, thinking, oh, they're perfect, so we need that here. Yeah. yeah. Um, not knowing what what their perfect meant. It was an unknown. You know. Yeah. Um, I think I got for myself, not for my family, just from. It was a society of like um, sitcoms where the, everything was perfect. You know, the mother, yeah. the father, the two children. So that was my influence. That that was like I think they call them like socialization agents that give you an idea of what of how things would be. So it it was like that. Um, I don't think I verbalized it to you, or maybe not. Maybe a few times, but I know I probably had it in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't you know, remember you necessarily. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. We were living in a place that was supposed to be perfection also. Yeah. The people come here for their vacations, and it just went along with the whole the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. What do you, uh, what do you recall? I... I just, you know, I mean, I I definitely recall you being critical of me all the time Mm -hmm. and just as a young person just feeling like I wasn't enough because you could find fault and and stuff. But now when I look back on it, that, that had more to do with you probably than it did with me, you know, that mm-hmm. I'm not saying I, I was like, I was an amazing kid, but it, there's always going to be room for improvement on everything. But like the idea that you would actually have to address all of that is a lot to take. And I don't think that our situation is unsimilar to most people. Like this is something that is so pervasive. Like I feel like everyone struggles with some version of this. So I'm not like, oh, you made me this way. I mean, you were one piece of a larger puzzle because it's like you're saying society was telling us things. You know, the media was telling us things. It just it's like I think when you couple that with like my wanting to be like a, the people, it's like you take that and then you add in dad's like people pleaser mentality. It makes it even yeah. harder. You know, it would be one thing if I was like, fuck perfection, fuck everybody. I'm going to do what I want. Like it, you know, take it or leave it. I'm just not a take it or leave it person. I'm like an actually like, let me give you everything you want so you can take it so everybody can take it. And so it just made it harder for me, but it's also probably made me better, you know. But so I don't know. I was just thinking about more like like what your struggles would have been. Not not like what you what what the effect it was on me. I already know what that is. I was just like wondering if you thought about like feeling about those standards or whatever. No, my parents really didn't have any standards. It was because of their experience. It was more important to have food on the table, just necessities, and there was no um, right. Um, but then nothing to live up sorry. to or look a certain way. Or because they were European, I tried harder to be perfect in a in an American kind of way right yeah okay that makes sense and then that was that something I don't do you still feel that way I feel like you've like let go of a lot of that no yes right no no I don't feel that way 
Do you think that that comes no, with age and wisdom or Buddhism or both? Um, I don't think it's age. I think it's it's Buddhism, it's um, spirituality, it's belief systems that change. Right. It's not a it's not a inhaling what other people say or think because what that's just their judgment whether they think I look nice or don't look nice. It's just their judgment. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if I had okay. known that a long time ago, yeah. it would have been so breeze, easy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That it when they say you know it's not about you, it's about me. It really is. I know. I know. So complicated. Um, mm-hmm. But once you're conscious of it, it's a big step. Just just yeah. being conscious is is a big step. Oh yeah, I'm reading a really good book about consciousness right now. Did you read um, the Untethered Soul? I didn't, but you told me about it, and I've and I oh. um, read a, I read about the book, so I have I'm now I'm familiar with uh, it. Oh yeah, I think you would no, actually, actually like it. No, actually, it was one you told me about sidewalks. Oh yeah, that's the sidewalk oracles. That's much different. I yeah, think that that's has the to one. do with that's like one. signs. I have I've read Untethered Soul right. is about um like your true self versus your thoughts and um oh, okay. it's really interesting. Yeah. Right, right. Well, what I've read is your brain is is not always your friend. It could be your enemy. Yeah. Exactly. And, well, that's um, kind of what this talks about. Your roommate. They call right. it your roommate. And your okay. And your thoughts. Self perjury leads to self sabotage. So, like things yeah. you tell yourself or lie to yourself, really yeah. undoes you. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agree with that. Agreed. Okay. 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 Well, thanks for taking the time to um, talk that out. Thank you for inviting yeah. me. Okay, okay. You're welcome. I'll talk to you later. Okay. So then we're all on board with the idea that perfection isn't real and we can just, as a group, commit to being imperfect and being comfortable with that, right? Great. It's settled. Coming soon to a podcast near you, and I'm talking about this one, more mental health talk, more realness, maybe even more crying, more businessy stuff, definitely more Dr. Jamie 14. He was super bummed that he was not included in this one. I might actually put the call he made to me in the after show where he uh, accosted me and had several questions as to why he was not included. Oh, more singing, working, I've been grinding. It's the song of the summer, guys, Buttermilk Waitress. Keep on spreading the word, keep on keeping on, and keep on trucking. And that's all the keeping on I can think of. Okay, bye. What do you know about the after show? It's the JGOK after show. You don't know about the after show, but it's the show after the show... Yeah, (laughs) I can't concentrate because I'm at work and there's also air conditioning running and a fan running and yeah, it's hot, but now it's cool. But I wanted to get this recorded because I want to finish the episode for this week and I want you to have it. 
And this is the last piece of the puzzle. I thought it would be fun to share like a one minute recording of the call that my dad made to me after he found out that he, that I was only interviewing my mom for this episode. Also, who wants to help make these Dr. Jamie pins slash buttons and get him to 10,000 followers? Hit me up, JGOK at Bando.com. Dad? Yeah. Okay. Don't be recording me. (laughs) Because you can't record someone without telling them you're recording them. And if you do that, I'll hang up. I wouldn't dare. What okay. what um what precipitated this call? This call was I felt left out. Because I heard you trying to promote yourself in the background. Well, I thought if this was live, I could at least get a little something there. I'm losing people. I'm I'm bleeding out. No, you're not. You're over four thousand. Yeah, but I want to be over ten. Well, we can get you there. Well. Let's have like a promotional thing. Everybody's clamoring for the uh, Dr. Jamie 14 buttons or pins. <laughs> or flare. I, I'm thinking we, we may need to make that happen. Yeah. Even I if agree. I have to underwrite it with my own money. Oh, and you know, all this time you've been telling me you don't have any money, so this is an interesting No, I don't have any money, and that's why I called. <laughs> 